This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by SteamWorld Dig, the indie and handheld game of the year for 3DS and Steam. SteamWorld Dig is a platform mining adventure. Take the role of Rusty, a lonely mining steambot, as he arrives into an old mining town in great need. Dig your way through the old earth, gaining riches while uncovering the ancient threat that lurks below. Get SteamWorld Dig today on Steam or in the Nintendo eShop on your 3DS. Thirty-third episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is not S C J. My name is Travis. Steve is on assignment. Gosh, I usually make up something, but I'm drawing a blank right now. Steve is on assignment. Um, uh, getting the ninth badge in Kalos. No one's told him that there's only eight. I am joined by two great individuals. The first being Kenny. How are you, Kenny? I am doing fantastic. But I'm in the presence of Trap 12. How can I not be doing fantastic? <sighs> oh, gosh. And Andrew is here as well. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I just got this lovely uh, bird calendar for 2014, and it's making me really happy. So is I'm there, in a good mood. Is there a joke there? Is that just real? No. no. I can take a picture and show you later. I want to see it. <laughs> can I have one? <laughs> what month is Talonflame? Probably somewhere in July. Okay. The summer month. For this week's installment of Healthy Living. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kenny, what is it you're eating right now? I'm not eating anything. I was eating spaghetti. You were eating spaghetti. I was eating spaghetti. Let's talk about the the carbohydrates in that spaghetti. Um, Because I think it's a little too high unless you're you're, having some... I don't know. Are there carb low noodles? I don't think so. I would need uh, Will veg- on this to let me know. There's veggie pasta. All here. Um. So I think Kenny. I think for the sake of the healthy living segment on Pokemon podcast, I urge you to lower your carbohydrate intake. Right. Well, thank you. <laughs> this just said Travis thinks I'm fat. No. <laughs> Uh-huh. I didn't say that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna interpret it as I will though. All that working out apparently doesn't mean anything to Trap Twelve. You look really good lately, Kenny. Thank you. <laughs> moving on to the, <laughs> moving, on, <laughs> moving on to the news. Our first news item. Oh gosh, what was the first one? Oh yes. Pokebank has been released in Japan um and in other uh regions within Asia, Korea being uh, one of them. Um, I think most of the Asian markets have Pokebank at this point, still nowhere outside of Asia, though um, this should make it so there isn't um, such an extremely high, uh, you know, demand-supply ratio um, because of just how 
quickly Pokebank was shut down after it was opened briefly uh, in those locations. So now there should be a lot more Pokebank Pokemon coming in even before we get it. So it should be a little easier to get uh, Pokebank Pokemon. Either of you have any guesses when uh, we'll see it uh, outside of Asia? I'm going to guess first in 2,000 years. <laughs> I'm going to give it a month. First I thought you said a moth, and I was like, Venomoth. I'm, I'm going to give it a moth. Okay. okay, no, don't make moth. No, no, yeah, it's uh, it's just a moth. It's just a moth. <laughs> it's just a moth. A lot of Pokemon are just a, and then the species. Are just a. Yeah, they're just a. The, the great just a type Pokemon. Mothin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mothum. You got Ponyta. Gumi. Gumi. <laughs> what is what is Gumi just a just a goom? Just, just a Gumi. <laughs> I'm just a Gumi. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I'm Gumi. <laughs> um. So that's cool. We might be getting Pokebank at some point. Sometime. In the future, maybe. Shedding a single tear. Um, I just uh, stop caring at this point. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to be done in, just in X and Y. There's a lot of Pokemon you can be breeding. You start breeding... Uh, you start breeding Furfru. You mm-hmm. start breeding... Carbink. You get to sort of the, the bottom of the barrel. Furfru and Carbink are the two best Pokemon ever. <laughs> I like the both of them, but they don't really do much. Gosh, our next bit of newsy news. Our next bit yeah, of news is we'll that... Do, no, 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 no. The cloning thing. Oh. Our next bit of news is that uh, this isn't a glitch that I've heard of, but Kenny and Andy, you were saying there's some uh, glitch people found in the game that actually lets you clone Pokemon. Yep. Yeah. What if you want to tell me how it works? All right, uh, you want to go or you want me to? I will do this. All right, go ahead. For those of you who have no idea how to clone Pokemon in X and Y, basically you need two 3DSs, one with both them, X and Y. doesn't matter which two games, just has to be Gen 6 games. And basically what you want to do is you're going to... It's a very convoluted process that uh, takes precise timing and uh, <laughs> a Pokemon that you want to lose to clone one that you want to be cloned. So basically you start on, um, you, how do you, I know how to do it. It's just hard to explain without like seeing a visual. Start the trade on the 3DS of the Pokemon that doesn't have, I mean, on the 3DS that doesn't have the cloned Pokemon. So say um, you're on infrared, not uh, Wi-Fi. You start the trade on the 3DS that does not have the cloned Pokemon and the one the one that you want the clone Pokemon onto, then it you start it with the one that has the clone, the one that you want cloned, and then from there it brings up the trade menu, whatever, and uh, you offer up a Pokemon that you don't want anymore, one that'll just can be completely erased from all of humanity, <laughs> or and then po- you offer up. Humanity. Oh, you're so yeah. clever, Draft Twelve. Thanks, Draft Twelve. Oh gosh. You all, and then on the other 3DS, you offer up the Pokemon that you want cloned. So after those, uh, you offer those both up for trade. Uh, right before that blue screen comes back up, 
you have to make sure you, you're paying attention to that blue trade screen. And you have to wait at least 4.5 seconds, I've heard, is probably the it's longest like, you want to wait. It's like exactly four and a half seconds. Yeah. And uh, you cut off uh, the the power to the one that uh, that is receiving the Pokemon that you don't want anymore. Mm-hmm. So say you sent over like a Spupa. Yeah. In return for like a Genesect or whatever like that. You turn off the 3DS, the 3DS that the Spupa is going to after 4.2 seconds. Uh-huh. After that blue screen come on. And if you did it right, you're going to get this uh, black screen. I wouldn't say do it right because it could still like trade normally or just not trade at all. And uh, it'll you'll get this black screen that'll kick you back to the, the main 3DS menu, or you'll just get this uh, communication error, uh, like you closed your 3DS while you're playing the game and you're on the PSS. That means you did it wrong. If you just get a communication error, you want yeah, a black screen. You have to get the black screen. And it says like uh, an error has occurred. Please end the game or something like that. So yeah, don't like, don't get freaked out. That means you probably did it right. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take a lot of trial and error, and it's really, really frustrating at first. And uh, I still don't have, like, perfect timing because I don't use, like, a, a stopwatch. I just count one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Let's take and, a poll. Uh, what, um, what multiple, multisyllabic word do each of us use to count seconds? <laughs> I personally say one 1,000. Me too. Andy, you're the odd yeah, one that, out. That, work, that can work, too. Uh, but that's basically how you do it. There used to be this other process that involved one 3DS and some SD card method, but that was really complicated, and I'm not sure how that one worked. But that one's no longer available to be used because they patched that one in 1.2 for some reason, but not this one. Hmm. <clears throat> and make sure, just another thing, is you can't do this over internet, just over just local wireless. Yeah. I'm guessing this is the sort of thing... Well, first of all, this is, like, dubious doings, right? <laughs> uh, Bastardly deeds. Yes. Yeah, it's it's generally frowned upon. But additionally, I would not be astonished if the next update for the game would fix that bug, given the sorts of things that have been fixed in these updates, like the glitch where your save gets corrupted and, uh, and Lumios... Or what was the glitch where something about items were, or moves were learned? Oh, moves, yeah, moves weren't learned on Wonder Trade. Right. Um, I'm guessing that that's the sort of thing that they'll fix pretty soon. Wait, the what next was update. that one? I don't know. Yeah, there's something. There's something about like when you did Wonder Trade, certain moves weren't learned when like the poke if the Pokemon were to evolve when it was traded or something. Is that uh, what it was? Like uh, Gorgeist or Chavenant. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've done it, like, a lot, and, uh, yeah, I guess you could say it breaks the Pokemon economy, and it's so evil, and, uh, but let me remind you, the Pokemon economy has been broken since Gen 4 with action replay, and that GP. Pokemon economy. 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 The... The NASDAQ of the Poke economy is up this week. This is just, this just becomes a Poke Stocks podcast. It's a Great. snubble market. Yup. <laughs> I can leave now. Make right, the joke. Out of here. See you later.
This has been another episode. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I won, right? Yeah, you did. Okay. So is that is that all the details that's, of this cloning glitch? Basically, it. And yeah. if uh, you if you mess up, there's not really that much of a problem. Um, the most that'll mess up is actually just go through and trade normally. Oh. It won't like uh, erase or save data or anything because I've done it for like at least a month now. Oh really? And I haven't had any problems. Data wise or stuff like that, so you're fine. Just as long as you don't change up what I said, like don't uh, wait longer than 4.5. Don't turn off both 3ds's. Don't turn off the wrong 3ds. Disclaimer: We at the Pokemon Podcast do not encourage the abuse of glitches in the Pokemon X and Y game, (laughs) (laughs) nor any video game title. Uh, we set to move on. Kenny, you were saying something about there's a there's a new manga series for Pokemon in Japan that's based around the TCG. Yeah, um, I can't read Japanese, but I was just kind of uh, looking through it. Uh, if you go on the site, they have two little um, like excerpts from it, and it actually looks. I'm not gonna lie, I would read it. Um, I mean, you know, I hate comparing things to other things, but it's really kind of got, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh feel to it. Mm. Um, like, if you look at it, like, let me open it back up. Um, it looks like it's Calum and Professor Sycamore fighting. I mean, they might have different names. Um, it's very, very, like, traditionally, like, quirky, super goofy Japanese, you know what I mean? Like, everything's way over the top and stuff. And, um, like, Calum puts down uh, um, a card and, like, a um, talon flame flies out of it and it flies into the uh, um, chestnut and, like, the chestnut catches on fire and stuff. And um, Rest in peace, chestnut. Yeah, Chestnut's poor. roasting on an open fire. <laughs> but yeah it just very much looks like like some weird pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh crossover thing and um i mean just in the style that's laid out but sorry i keep rambling no Um, i think i think it's cool i mean i would read it if it came out i don't play the tcg actively but it looks interesting i would honestly be surprised if it got um any sort of localization, it sounds like the sort of thing that would just be... Um, yeah, it probably won't. But if somebody ever translated it, right. translates it, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but the official name of it is... Let's see. Roughly translated into English, it is... Let's play the Pokemon card game XY! Okay. Yeah. And it's... uh. Blah, blah, blah appeared first on PokemonCard.com, which is the official Japanese website for Pokemon TCG. Um, and it looks like some previews were released with, like, um, certain magazines and online and stuff. So, uh, yeah, if you live in Japan or you can read Japanese, look forward to that. Do you want me to predict what the naysayers' reactions to this are going to be? What? What's next? A manga about people watching the TV show? <laughs> I would I would watch a manga about people watching the TV show. 
All right, Did then. you Pikachu manga? Oh, that was some bad lag. <laughs> it was like, hey, you Pikachu manga. <laughs> like, you sounded like you were in pain. It hurts. I, you know, all those hours I had to play Hey You Pikachu. I've never played Hey You Pikachu. I'm not gonna lie. The closest I've gotten to Hey You Pikachu is Pokemon Channel, and that's not Hey You Pikachu. It's ten times better than Hey You Pikachu, but still pretty bad. (laughs) I mean, it was a really cool concept. It was. The microphone just did not work like it was supposed to, and like the AI was wonky. You'd be like Pikachu, pick up the apple, and you'd like walk off. Our next news item is something small that I just thought was cool. The same, what looks, I think if I'm interpreting this correctly, what looks to be the same Vivalon card has different artwork with a different, with a couple different Vivalon patterns. Which I think is cool that they have some of the game mechanics move over the TCG. I thought it was cool. That's our last tiny little news item. News (laughs) item? You know what? What? What, Travis? I don't know. (laughs) I love you, Trash 12. Don't worry. I love you too, Kenny. Well, we're going to be right back, and when we get to the middle segment, we're talking about little sort of tips and tricks and, and ways to uh, make the most of your copy of X and Y, find ways to find shinies, get uh, the most uh, money in the least amount of time, that sort of thing. So we'll see you on the other side of a break. Back from our break, and we're going to talk about little sorts of uh, tricks and ways to be more efficient. And in the post game of X and Y, and sort of, um, you know, making competitive teams, earning some extra money, leveling up your Pokemon, and that sort of thing. The first one I want to talk about, which is probably my favorite, because it's sort of a I don't know, I actually enjoy it, um, is that in this game, as opposed to uh, you know, running through the Elite Four, that sort of thing, probably, well, definitely, the uh, best way to both level up your Pokemon and earn some Pokedollars on the side um, uh, would be to challenge the restaurants in Lumio City, either of the three-star, either the Sushi One or uh, Restaurant Lei Wow. I believe they have about the same in terms of uh, what you're rewarded with, Although restaurant lay wow is easier, unless I'm mistaken, the sushi one does give you a lot more. Sushi Hyrule, I think, gives you big nuggets. Uh huh. And then lay wow gives you uh, bomb mushrooms. Right. And but I guess bomb mushrooms sushi, are more than big. Sushi Hyrule is way more expensive, so I think big oh. nuggets are more. Uh, and what you do is you activate your level up and. What's the other one? Level up in prize money, O powers. Prize money power. Either by having someone give them to you or just using them on yourself. And then you talk to the receptionist at the restaurant lay well. And that, even though it's only a three-minute buff, it'll last the whole time. Because something about this, how that's a scripted event means that each one of those battles um, will get the bonus from those O powers. Yeah. Um, how the restaurant works is you're given a set number of turns to defeat the uh, to defeat your opponent. Um, the premise is that you 
you need it takes that many turns for your current course to be at the right temperature for you to eat it is the is the yeah. gimmick and so um you can either do double battles triple battles or rotation battles i've found that rotation battles can be the easiest in terms of um getting it closer to the um the target oh. turn although there are occasions when one of the Pokemon will use Protect, and you're sort That's of... That's so annoying. Can I add something really quick? Yeah. Um, give your Pokemon an Amulet Coin or the Luck Incense. Yeah, Luck the... Incense on the one you're trying to level up an Amulet Coin on. Well, the Luck Incense is money. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry, yeah. the Lucky, Lucky Egg is what I was thinking of. Lucky Egg on the Pokemon that you're trying to level up, and then Amulet Coin or uh, Luck Incense for the ones that are in the battle, so you get uh, some even more uh, Pokey Dollars. And it's surprising how quickly you can level up Pokemon this way, especially if um, they start at a low level. Uh-huh. Um, you can you can really save some time this way and earn a lot of money. Um, at the it'll seem like at first like maybe you're not because it costs what fifty thousand or is it even more than that? Something around that yeah. uh, just to challenge the restaurant, um, but. The prize money you're getting for beating the trainers, plus if uh, you know you do at least decently, you're going to be getting more of the balm mushrooms, um, significantly more money from the balm mushrooms than it costs to enter. Is um, it just me, or do I always end up with 29? You must do a lot better than I do, because I end up with around 22. Oh. I can't get myself to do it, because I won't sell items. I've never sold a single item. Why? And it does. It does because I like to collect things. But all I know, all I know, those ball, you can't just keep one ball mushroom. No, I need as many. I buy poke. I only use pokeballs, and I always buy them ten at a time so I can get premier balls. You can just buy premier balls on their own. But I like to know how many pokeballs I bought total. Okay. I am so weird about items, and everyone thinks it's dumb, and it is dumb, but <laughs> I can't help it. Cool. I plus I like the battle chateau. I like yeah. challenging. I like the yeah. music from the champion and stuff, and it's just really exciting. So you almost get as much once you're like a grand duke or yeah. grand duchess. So even though it's not as much, I still have more fun doing that. Can we have a chat about how the business practices at less rest at the restaurants are awful? Okay. okay. Because not only. Is it just bad in terms of their own profit margins that they are giving you? Not only do you are you only encouraged to tip an insanely small fraction of the amount of money that the servers are paying you for some reason, that's weird. But also, you're just getting more money from them. They're giving you this insanely valuable item, just a stack of it, at the end. They're going to be bankrupt in a matter of days. I always just assumed that everyone else was really bad at it. <laughs> but besides that, they're just a horrible restaurant. Because it's, it's, you're supposed to serve the meal when it's at the temperature to be eaten. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't go to a restaurant, have the server come out and be like, no, don't eat it yet. Mm-hmm. Wait, and just look and, 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 and salivate for a while. Well, and I would do it if it was like, yeah, get into a fist fight with me. I'll give you money. 
But what if you lose? Like, there, there's always the if you lose to the person, then you're mad and at the restaurant, and you're only mad because you went to the restaurant. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like, not a good. If, even if you get beaten up badly, what Pokemon has taught me is that eating food will make you 100% better. Even if you've been frozen solid or burnt or poisoned, just eat the food and it'll be okay. Drink some lemonade. Limonade. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just don't see this as being a sustainable business model, personally. Well, this is why you're not in the Pokemon world. Wait, if I did believe it were a proper business model, I I would just be teleported into the into the Pokemon world. Yeah. So you already there? I've been there. I went back. I came back to do the show. Yeah. Why would you come back? To do the show. Oh. What's going on? I spaced out. <laughs> Kenny lives. Kenny lives in what region do you live in, Kenny? Uh, I live in Sinnoh. Kenny lives in Sinnoh now. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, okay. He's what, not if, what if he were just a person that lives in a house in Sinnoh but has no Pokemon? <laughs> this would be cool. He just lives in Orberg. He's a miner. <laughs> yeah. I don't live in Orberg. He's a miner in Orberg. Although like, Orberg's. Oh, I, I really wish I had some Machop to help me out here. <laughs> Do I sound like that now? You would if you were breathing in all that coal. I would live in the city that I've made up that has oh. Meryl, Countin, and Gumi and Snivy. They all live together. Do you want to I give do... us a reprise of that Gumi voice? Yeah, hello, I'm Gumi. I live with Meryl in Village. Oh, and then Meryl's an accountant, and he talks like so this. good. My name is Beryl, and I have a wife named Beryl. I have three children named Azurul, Azurul, and Azurul. And we're a very happy family. I'm in a cow. Meryl voice was way before Gumi voice. What does this Snivy sound like? I don't, I can't actually do the accent very well, so I'm just like, I'm Snivy. I'm Snivy. How's it going? Sir, have you heard Servine in the anime? Uh, no. Stupid one, serve. Serve, I mean, think Bahiam is the worst, though. It's like the worst. Is it just like uh, laser <laughs> sounds? It's, no, it's just. Uh, look it up. We'll do. Can it really be worse than the sound that the Reggies make? No, the Reggies are the best. <laughs> the Reggies make scary noises. Our next item on our list of tips and tricks is a way to EV train your Pokemon quickly. Of course, you're going to want to do the stuff you've been doing for however long Pokerus has been a thing. I think, is Gen 4 the first time it has? Gen Maybe. 2. Gen 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, look at me making mistakes. So you're going to want to give your Pokemon Pokerus, which uh, is a randomly occurring uh, the a, the game refers to it as a virus um, that will uh, infect one of your Pokemon for. Um, I think it's a day. Yeah. What, what what happens? What happens if? What happens is if the if a Pokemon's infected with Pokeritz and it gets past midnight and it's still in your party, then it no longer then it still has the effects of Pokeritz, but it will no longer be infectious. It won't be able to infect other Pokemon in your party. What the virus does is, is it only does good things. It doubles the EVs that your Pokemon would earn by um, 
uh, making a Pokemon faint. If you're unfamiliar with Eevees, um, we won't get into you, that in this episode. You don't have to knock out the Pokemon to get Eevees. You could also catch them. Yeah. Yeah. Or as long as they're in the battle. A, yeah, you get ex- as long as you get experience in some way. I should have said that. The EXP share is on. Right. Sorry, I just wanted to say that in case somebody just started it. Yeah, that's that's a good clarification. Um, if if you're unfamiliar with the EV system, and um, maybe we'll do that in a later episode, but for now we'll get to just um, how to do it, how to EV train quickly. There are lots of guides that explain um, what EVs do and, and why uh, it's worth caring about them. But a quick way to EV train in X and Y specifically, give the Pokemon you are trying to train Pokerus, give it the respective power item. So if you're training for speed, give it the power anklet, attack the power brace. No, hmm. I don't know. But you it's, a, it's I, I know Lens is special attack. Yeah, and it's yeah. like an anklet and speed. And it They're says all... on them um, what it's going to do, which stat it's going to And those are, all at, those are all at the Battle Mason for 16 BP. Right. And so um, once you've done that, you get a Pokemon, you either buy a bunch of honey, which is sort of the inefficient way to do it, or you get a Pokemon and teach it Sweet Scent, which uh, is a, a move that can be used outside of battle, and when it's used in grass where there are hordes, it always calls a horde. Yeah. I think the quickest way to get a Sweet Center is going to the Perfume Palace and finding an Oddish in that, uh, the grass over there, where you can find Venoshark. <laughs> Uh, you also can, uh, I think, well, I know that, um, that Venusaur learns it, so oh, yeah. if, if you pick that as your starter, it's it's very useful um, for that sort of thing. And so you go into the grass, you use Sweet Scent, it calls, into, calls in a horde, you can look online where, uh, what routes you should do it in, but there's one that has a whole bunch of Wingle, which is speed, there's one that has a whole bunch of um, Carbink, I believe, which is, or, no, it's Mime Junior. Right. I was gonna say I've never run to a carving swarm. Um, carving swarms uh, show up with, uh, I think it's Rog and Rolla. Yeah, that's what I was. It'll thinking. be like it'll be like one carving and a horde of Rog and Rolla. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Um, and so then you just use a Pokemon that has a spread move that hits all of them, take them all out in in the one hit, and then if we assume that the Pokemon in the horde has one has a one EV yield in the desired stat, then you're getting, um, what is it? Ten for each, right? Yeah. Ten for each, which, how many are there in a horde? Five? Fifty. You're getting fifty EVs in one. Yeah. For a second, you're saying there are fifty in a horde. I'd be like, that would be the most insane horde ever. Um, and so every turn would take, like, forever. (laughs) They all just use, like, uh, beat up or something, so it takes. Oh no! That's what Horde of Houndor should have done is beat up. Yeah, come on, game freak. And so then, after you've done five um, hordes, you have 250 EVs. Your goal is to get 252, usually in a stat. So you can either use um, the like the super training uh, punching bags to get those last two, or just fight. Um, a Pokemon with an EV yield of uh, one without any item. Yeah. Because uh, so you have Pokerus. Can I give you like a specific Pokemon and where to find them? Go for it. Just 
Okay, I found it most uh, easy with me because I'm usually always by the daycare. And if you want to train in HP, you want to go to the route right of the one right. with the right of the one where you find Pancham for the first time and Furfro. I forgot oh. that route name. Yeah, but it's like right there. after Lumio City. You can find yeah. hordes of uh, Gulpin there. That's for HP. <laughs> and in that same route, you can find hordes of Scraggy. That's for attack. And then you could go to the route with the daycare. You can find uh, hordes of Hoppip, and that's special defense. Special attack, you can go to Frost Cavern. You can find Vanillite there. Those give you special attack. Um, special defense, you can go to Reflection Cave, and that gives you uh, hordes of Mine Junior. And, uh, yeah, that's another special defense one. Speed, you can go to, uh, like, that route. It's on the coastal side of Kumarine City. Yeah. That city where you take the trolley up there. And before that, you can find, like, the Go-Goat Ranch and stuff it's like that. Route 6, I believe. Yeah, the place with the Go-Goat Ranch. You could find hordes of uh, Wingle there. That'll give you speedy beast. Is that all the stats? I believe you went through all of them. Yeah. Defense. Oh, defense, you can oh. go uh, Terminus Cave, and you can find hordes of uh, Durant. Those actually give you two to one EVs each time, so... So that would be 12. Yeah, possibly 12. Yeah. Well, just I meant just for people who didn't know. Oh, Like, okay. if you had the item in Ogris, it would be 12. Wouldn't it? Wait. Okay. Oh, the, yeah, it would be 12, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the way the, everything's calculated. It's it, like it wouldn't be... Yeah, because you get it's the power item makes it four plus the original, so you get six and double it with. Yeah, and I, I guess yeah, Geodude would do the same thing, but fighting hordes of Geodude is super annoying because they all have sturdy. Yeah, and yeah. uh, I that's not just very efficient for me, and so I just run until I I just run until I find the hordes of Durant. Yeah, Rog and Rolla do the same thing. Yeah. Like um, you can also, another little trick is you can use hordes to increase the rate at which you're seeing Pokemon so that you can, uh, maybe find a shiny more quickly. Yeah. Yep. Um, so which I'm not... Which would be very unfortunate if you're EV training. Yeah. Because then you have to catch it, and you have mm -hmm. to probably mess up your... Your, your spread. Yeah. Um, I guess... Especially if you run into, I think it's the Horde of Carbink and Rog and Rolla. Yeah. I think Carbink gives you special defense. And uh, uh, I think I'll focus on that. I, I think, think Carbink gives, gives each, maybe. I thought his defense sets were equal. I don't know. Let me yeah, look it are. up because I'm curious now, too. It is 150 in both of its defenses, and I believe 50 in HP. Um, mm. But yeah, like, it's. It could potentially mess up your spirit, which is, yeah. What I mean for a shiny carbink. What does shiny carbink even look like? I don't know. I believe that it has purple little gems. I might cool. be mistaken. Um, another way to get shinies is to do chain fishing. I'm not sure. I don't think we've talked about that on the show. Have either of you done much chain fishing? No. Yeah. Andy, you want to run us through it? Sure. Um, at X and Y, there's, a, there's this thing where... You go talk to this guy, I think it's, the, I forgot the route name, but it's basically the big fisherman house in the game. And he tells you that... Um, the route time east you, of Lumios, I believe. Yes, the route where you can find Pumpkaboo, I guess? Yeah. 
um, he tells you that oh, if you uh, if you're in this specific corner of uh, of the water, there's and you keep fishing, there's a increased rate of finding a, a special Pokemon, which would be shiny Pokemon. And uh, basically, what you do is um, you're gonna want to find a part in the water that kind of blocks um, you from going forward. I guess is the way to say it. So, um, well, for me personally, I go to Silage uh, City, and you go to the the left of Silage City, all the way to the left. And in that water right there, you can find um, there's a spot at the top left that's kind of squarish, and you could. Uh, fish right there, and after a while of fishing, you can um, run into a shiny Pokemon. Basically, what you need is a Pokemon with suction cups to make sure that you um, get the Pokemon, because that's what suction cups do, does outside of battle. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And uh, you probably want Pokemon with Illuminate, too. So if you have a Staryu, that's also useful. That increases the rate of shiny Pokemon too, which is even better because not always it won't always uh, go through. And uh, basically, you just uh, run into a Pokemon and run away, run into a Pokemon and run away, and maybe at least twenty to thirty encounters later, if you're paying attention, you might run into a shiny Pokemon. Hmm. Just the higher the higher times you've encountered a Pokemon, the more you can run into a shiny. Yeah. I found a shiny Love Disc, Corsola, Gorbis, all through uh, chain fishing. Shiny Love nice. Disc is pretty cute. What color is it? Yellow, Gold. goldish. Gold. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Also, Carbink uh, is defense and special defense for anybody oh, who actually wants yeah. to know. Whoa, yeah. what was that? That's chain fishing. <laughs> There's like a loud sound, like a, what's that? Chain fishing. <laughs> um, chain fishing is kind of annoying because uh, it's very specific, and I might have not explained it right. But once you get the hang of it, it's actually pretty easy, and it's easy to lose concentration because you're just focused on something else and uh, <laughs> and you just run away from shiny Pokemon. Yeah, and you're just like so used to your habits, and you just run away from a shiny Pokemon, or you just miss the. The initial like, oh, it's on the on the line, or you reel it in too quickly, or right. you just have like that twitchy A button finger like I do. Um, gosh, I think that's the last of my little tipskies. Do either of you have have anything uh, to so let our listeners know how to make the most of their copy of Pokemon X and Y? Um, it's not really like a secret, but it's something a lot of people overlook. Um, in your bag, there is a clock icon. Everyone I've talked to about this doesn't know it's there, so I figured it might as well be worth mentioning. Like, say you use a lot of, like, items to breed, and you're constantly giving your Pokemon other items and, like, resorting your bag so they're not at the top. There's a button that looks like a clock. If you hit it, it'll show you all of the items you've used recently. That's cool. I didn't like, know that. Yeah, like, it'll be, like, you know, Hyper Potion, Pokeball, TM37, like, all in one, like, bag slot. It just shows you all the items that you've used recently. It's really nice if you're looking for something that you just used. Cool. Andy, any tips? Um, well, not really. That's usually all that I do. I, I have, 
over 300 hours into the game, and I can't really think of anything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm sure once we're done, I'll think of about five yeah. more things. Yeah. Oh, um, a breeding tip, I guess. Did we talk about the Destiny Not thing at all on, on the show recently? Uh, we might have, but I mean, it's good, it's good to reiterate that. Okay, so basically, um, Destiny Not has changed in Gen 6. Um, before, it would only pass down, I think, two IVs? Something like that, yeah. Two IVs from either of the parents. And now in X and Y, it'll pass down six, all, all six IVs. Five. No, it passed down five. All five IVs from either of the parents? Yeah, it'll, well, what it'll do is, you know, because you have um, 12 stats 12 total, yeah. um, and it'll take five of those and put them in the baby. And, yeah, that's better than the Gen 4 change, so that's a thing to keep in mind. Yeah, Destiny Knot is, like, your best friend. And you can get the Destiny Knot from... Does anybody know? Um, you can actually get two of them in the game. Yeah, you can get actually you can get multiple if you fight. Um, I think it. I think they're beauties. The trainer class that does it. Um, when you just like run around in Lumios, you'll find people sometimes that want to battle you. I know there are like trainer classes that include like owner, like the restaurant owner, uh, chef, yeah. punk guy, punk girl, beauty. You can get multiple destiny knots from the random beauties that show up by like um, how just by like you know taking just, it off one of their pokemon like with these no, something, or do they just give it to you they'll give it to you oh. um usually it's the one there's a specific one that talks about like meeting somebody in lumios and missing him or something oh, right yep and whenever you beat her you get a destiny knot from her hmm. uh, what so were the I other locations you were gonna say andrew there's yeah. a hotel I forgot which the name of the hotel is, but I think it's this name that gives you a destiny knot. So if you want to go look into the hotels for a destiny knot, there's a maid at the top floor of one of them that gives you a destiny knot. It's true. Cool. Uh, we're going to take a break. Oh. And then we're going to talk about Pokemon of the Week, so we'll see you in a little bit. We are back. We're going to talk about the Pokemon of the Week, which is, say it with me, Pumpkaboo! 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 Phantom. What? Phantom. No. Fortress. No. Pumpkaboo. 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 Pumpkaboo is the... Ghost grass type Pokemon that is that, seen sort of as a duo with uh, the aforementioned Phantom. But we're going to talk about Pumpkaboo from Bulbapedia. Pumpkaboo is a bipedal Pokemon that resembles a pinkish pumpkin. The pumpkin body has a pair of circular holes carved out of its rind that resembles eyes. The ghostly body that lives in the pumpkin is black with a pointy collar, yellowish eyes, and no visible pupils, a pair of fangs, curved ears, and a curled stem. According to the anime, Pumpkaboo can release light from the holes on its body, making it similar to a flashlight. Oh, you know, Jack Lantern. Thanks, Bobo Pinkaboo. Thanks. Uh, let's see, trivia. One, one piece of trivia. 
Pumpkaboo's super si- uh, right. That's the thing we should mention. Pumpkaboo comes should, yeah. in, Pumpkin comes in different sizes. Each of them um, having the same stats as Pumpkaboo, I believe. Or nope, never mind. Uh, I was gonna, I thought that they had the same stats as Pumpkaboo, but evolved differently. But no, that's incorrect. Um, the larger the Pumpkaboo, the lower its speed, but higher its HP. Um, and I believe that's the only difference. Gorgeist, its evolution works the same way. Oh, the large, the supersized uh, Pumpkaboo has a different cry than the other ones. That's what I really? Yeah. It's a deeper cry. <laughs> oh. Huh. Good to know. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. It's a ghost grass type. And, and it's like, the first, is it? Uh, yep. Yeah, along with, yeah, it's the first ghost. Along with, uh, Phantom. That's like my dream type. Ghost grass? Would you be a yeah. ghost grass type? Ghost poison. Ah, because you're twitter.com slash venoshock. Yeah. So you're just, you're just Gengar? Yeah. Hey. Whatever. Whatever. Thoughts on how adorable Pumpkaboo is? Pumpkaboo is the cutest Pokemon. Pretty cute. I think so. Adorbs. Totes adorbs. I like how it's a model kind of bobs. Yeah. I like how it learns an attack called Trick or Treat. I was just about to say that. What does Trick or Treat do? Can you all remind me? It's... Um... Uh, it adds one. ghost. Yeah, that, that sounds right. It adds ghost type to the target. The, the description does not make any sense. The user takes the target trick or treating. This adds ghost type to the target. <laughs> like like the battle stops and they're gonna go to houses and trick or treat. <laughs> like that's really what I imagine. Like you take like two hours out of the battle <laughs> you to go to trick or treating. Your 3DS down. Because they went trick or treating. <laughs> Yeah. You have to set your 3DS down, turn it upside down, <laughs> evolve your AK. Uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, it gives actual added third type of ghost for Pokemon. So now you have three types to deal with on top of a ghost if you're a dual type. Wow. So they are they do work differently than Soak, though. Soak just right. changes the type to mono water. And Forest's Curse, which is the move that can be learned by Phantom and Trevenant, does that add grass? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And if you use either one of the moves on a Pokemon that's been targeted by the other, it replaces that third type. So I guess, would it be possible to... You, could you add... Could you make a Pokemon six times weak to a type? Yes. Theoretically. In theory. So what? What would? Oh, you could add. Um, would have to. You could add grass type to a Scizor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you and go. Then, yep. If you really want to kill that Scizor with um, uh, with Ember. flame charge with Ember. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably would die Ember. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a fun thing you can do. Any more thoughts on Pumpkaboo before we wrap up the show? Uh, no. I think that's, it was, I'm good. It, its evolution was the first Pokemon I saw that wasn't spoiled for me in X and Y. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Gorgeist is pretty awesome. Gorgeist is one of my favorites of Kalos. 
I think Score Guys and Alug were the only ones that were spoiled about. Which is kind of sad if you think about it. Yeah. I was able to avoid most of it. Yeah, I was pretty spoiler free too. I thought you were going to say I was pretty spoiled as a child. Um, well, I, I'm just always pretty spoiled. I'm appreciative, though. It's true, you are appreciative. I'm very appreciative. Kenny, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at, at SuperBayleaf. And don't ever be afraid to talk to me about anything, because I'll talk talk for days. And He's you can't a good tweeter. Kenny is what? a good tweeter. You're a good tweeter. Thank you. I appreciate that. So are you. Thank you. Uh, Andrew, what about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Venoshock. Yeah, you cut out a little bit there. It's at Venoshock for anyone who missed that. Just like the post. Uh, what like did it put out? It sound like it sounded like you said at Ock. At Ock. <laughs> Twitter dot com slash Ock. Yeah, you can I find can't me. find him anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and the. Uh, you can follow my Pokemon YouTube show at Battle Arcade. We're working on that episode. It takes a lot of work. Please understand. Please subscribe. Please understand. Like Please understand. <laughs> Please like, comment, subscribe, and understand. <laughs> oh, this is going for more up on the water. Please understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's an understand button. <laughs> this button to acknowledge that you understand. Uh, you can find uh, Yeah, you can find me at twitter.com slash thetravisw. Um, and you can follow the show at twitter.com slash pokemonpodcast, facebook.com slash pkmncast. The usual host of the show is sbj. His handle is twitter.com slash draggingalake. Oh, the Tumblr. Yeah, the Diglett diglettcave.tumblr.com is the uh, Pokemon Tumblr run by uh, the site by Saul, one of the one of our Saul favorite in- fellas. Fellas. Um, well, gosh, I think that. Well, gosh, gosh, I think that's it. That's how the show ends, right? <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Get along, little doggy. That's it. And then the show just stops. (laughs) This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. We are... Super Bailey! Super effective. It's super effective. It's super effective. (laughs) We did it. They're super effective. We saved the dinosaurs. We saved the dinosaurs.